Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Wednesday they said Wednesday or Thursday yeah less than a week um after I ordered it on like Amazon and this was the shady part so I ordered it two weeks ago and then it was like oh yeah you'll get it on February 4th and I was like why is it coming so late like why is it like two weeks and they were like and only so many available I was like if you have so many available then why am I waiting two weeks for this for real and so I I was waiting and then like the week of, I looked to see if it got shipped out yet. And then when I looked at the ad, it said it gave it a um, a used rating. And mm. I was like, what? I didn't see that when I when I went to get it the first time. And I was like, and then I went back later, and then it removed the used. And I was like, all right. So I was being a little, I was like, okay, this is a little sus. And, um, and it was coming from Amazon. Like it said, sold by Amazon, you know. I was like, all right, this just seems a little weird. So the day of comes. And I know sometimes your shit gets shipped out the day of and it arrives that day. And I was looking at it, and I'm like, going, all right, well, it still hasn't shipped yet. And then at noon, I got an email saying, oh, yeah, bro, sorry. You know, um, <laughs> it's going to be another two weeks. I was like literally a month, like after, you know, after I ordered, I was like, so then I was like, all right. So I started looking around. And every time I did a Google search on musical, on like mics and, equipment and stuff like that, this place called Sweetwater kept popping up. And um, so I looked at it, and I was like, I've never heard of this place before. But then I was looking at their catalog, and they just said, like, every... Like, if you were fucking putting on a concert, that'd be the place to go. Right. And uh, then Patrick said, like, oh, yeah, I get all my DJ mixing equipment from them. And I was like, all right, well, there's a ringing endorsement. So, you know. Yeah. Um, so I went ahead, and I looked looked up the thing. They were selling it for the same price as Amazon, brand fucking new, and free shipping FedEx, and I would have it in like, they said about like, uh, like a little over a week. So then I go, well, fuck it. I go, we're off that weekend anyway. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just go ahead and do it. So I go ahead and, and order it. Then I get an email from one of their techs going, hey, thanks for ordering with us. I'm so and so, and I'm gonna, you know, be making sure your product product is ready and good to go. Um, how did you hear about us? So then I just said, well, just Google. <laughs> that was really what just kind of happened. Yeah. And then he's like, all right. He goes, cool, great. He goes, glad you came in. He goes, your product is ready to go and it'll be shipping out ASAP. And then I got it and it's, um, I got the email with the FedEx tracking and it's like, oh yeah, it'll be there. He, Cause they said it would look like it might be there Friday. I was like, whatever. Now it's like, oh, it'll be there Wednesday. And I was like, sweet, same price and everything. So it was just like, I was like, you know, and then, uh, you know, and then the package before, that I got that was half open and the label wasn't even put on their property. I was like, mm -hmm. fucking Amazon's like straight garbage now, dude. And even the products that I'm getting, I've returned half of them because they're just like shitty, chintzy shit. And I was like, and I'm like, okay, so this is reminding me that, you know, I need to just get go back to not using Amazon again. Yeah, it's funny because you hit me up and you were telling me about 
about that package that came in. And um, I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, I've never had anything like that. <laughs> Bruh, jinxed myself. Okay. <laughs> so I ordered, um, I'm getting back into Magic the Gathering. No big deal. I'm currently collecting the um, current set. So I was like, oh, I'm going to grab a couple boosters, whatever. Now, first of all, buying Magic the Gathering cards on Amazon is, oh, it, you got to be really careful. Yeah. Make sure you're buying it from Wizards of the Coast <laughs> because <laughs> other places sometimes it's ridiculous. So I ordered I ordered like one pack I was because it was going to be here at the end of the day. And I was like, oh, you know, whatever. But you're basically gambling at this point. <laughs> and um, this bitch came in a fucking like what that really – thin plastic envelope oh and it was super bent it looked like somebody just stepped on it oh, and i'm like uh no so i returned it and my wife's like it was five dollars you're gonna return I'm like it's the principle <laughs> yeah cause, um yeah because like and even amazon reached out to me saying you know because i tweeted out that picture of like this is how it looked you know and then amazon um came out to me on friday and said like Oh, we're sorry about this. Can you give me the tracking information and this stuff? And, you know, and then is it okay if we contact you? You know, we'll contact you within 24 hours. I was like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Sunday. Nobody's ever contacted me. Nobody's reached out to me. I was like, you fuckers don't care. You know. It's because that's the, well, look, Amazon's such a big company, bro. They can piss off thousands of people that it won't really hurt their bottom line. Yeah. It's not a big deal to them. You know, but yeah. when you buy from something and Sweetwater is not a small company, but when you buy from someone who's a little bit more on the ground, you know what I mean? Yeah. Who's, who's whose job is strictly to sell that shit? You know, their shit. Right. Go. They're going to give They're going to give a shit a little yeah. bit more. So I was like, so, yeah. So I was like, going, all right. So I'm I'm definitely done with with Amazon. Like I, I just went back because I thought I go, oh, well, I can get the mixer in like a week. That's cool. And then the mixer didn't have what I needed. So then I send it back and get the other one. Then it's like, oh, well, you got to wait two weeks, boss. Oh, wait, you got to wait another two weeks. It's like, fuck you guys, man. Yeah. You know? And uh, so I was just like, I have been noticing though, there have been a lot less Amazon trucks going through my neighborhood. I used to see a lot of them like every day consistently. I've been seeing more UPS and FedEx trucks. So I'm wondering if people are just buying from somewhere else. Because like, you know, now I'm I'm buying from, I'm I'm trying to buy in store. So if I see something in store, as opposed to buying it online, I'll get it. I'll get it there. And and that's from anything like anything in the mall or Best Buy or you know a local store or something like that. I try to I'm trying to buy it here now. Um, but uh, you know, I was some of the ones I was looking at it and I was like, I debated on it, but then I was seduced by the whole idea of like, oh well, Amazon usually gives it right away, so I can have it. In, you know, tomorrow or at least sometime this week. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? If I had done this in the beginning, I would have had it already. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's ridiculous. Well, it's not only that. It's like, it's, I don't know. This was a while ago, but I was thinking about that. Like how, how fucking dumb everyone's become. Like, I need it right now. No, you don't. Yeah. It's very few times where you need something immediately. And then even if they say it's going to be the same day, it's a 50-50 chance it's going to show up <laughs> right. nowadays. They used to be pretty you know, reliable, but it all depends on where you live, too. And I know in L.A. it's pretty bad. Um, Arizona isn't as bad, but it's getting worse. Um, and... I've heard it's I've heard it's just worse in busier places. But it's the problem is, too, like they hire anyone yeah i don't think they do any bad like i've seen i've seen some really great delivery drivers drop myself up i've seen some that literally i just watch them chuck the fucking package at my they don't give a shit <laughs> yeah you know so it's like okay well fuck me then all right <laughs> well it's like where i work you know we have things delivered in uh pallets and shit like that and every time we get one of those drivers hey yeah i'm dropping off this pallet where are you well, where are you? Oh, I'm I'm near Target. Okay, well, you got to go towards Topanga Canyon, and then you got to go between here and here, and it's like in the loading docks right there. Okay, I'll try to find it. And then they call you back like 25 minutes later, and they're like, yeah, I'm over here by North. Dude, you're on the other side and not even where Topanga Canyon. And it's like, I, I have to sit there and feel these fucking calls like five or six times they call, and they can't follow simple instructions. I go, you know what? There's not a worker shortage. There's a competent worker shortage because these people are buying dumb as fuck people. 
like they cannot fucking follow basic understanding. It's like going, do you know? And then I, I said, they go, do you know where Topanga Canyon is? Uh, yeah. And I was like, okay, go that way. And then go around, and it's just like it takes an hour and a half just to get them. And I was like, no wonder deliveries are fucking late because these people can't even fucking follow basic, you know, basic understanding of listen to me. Because every time you start telling them, they're going, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like at one time, one guy, I actually stopped. And then he goes, oh, well, I go, well, you're talking over me. That's not how you're going to get to where you need to be. You're talking over me. Are you going to listen to me or are we just going to do this where you talk over me and I'm going to have to sit there and fucking find you myself and bring a pallet jack just so I can bring my shit in? It's like. <laughs> I can just imagine you walking down the street with a pallet jack all pissed off and shit. We were. Cra- oh, my God. Me and one of the, my coworkers, we got we got a notification that we were going to have um, a delivery. But we've had some delivery companies where they don't bring it up to the store. They're just going to leave it right there on the fucking sidewalk. It's like, one of the, oh, well, we don't, we don't have insurance to go up there. It's like, no, you guys are fucking lazy. It's like, whatever, dude. So we went down there with a couple of dollies. And we're like, all right, let's see what we get. And we're waiting there. And the girl upstairs was giving the directions to get to the, to the um, spot. So we're sitting there. And at the loading dock, there's like this lone little street that comes right down to the loading dock. And it kind of turns into the parking structure. And we see this janky ass fucking minivan coming down. And I started laughing and we were, I looked at the, my coworker and I was like, what if that's him? And he's like, can you imagine, dude? And then he rolls up, rolls his window down. Are you from, he mentions my store name and we're like, yeah. And he goes, okay, I got a delivery for you. <laughs> and we were looked at each other like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, what the hell? He's had like 10 of these huge ass boxes shoved into this janky ass minivan. And I was like, oh, my God. And we were cracking up. Of course, because it was so preposterous, we just made up, like, this whole backstory that he does, like, all sorts of shit. Like, he's got an Etsy, and he's probably, you know, um, on the side. You know, we pull out all the boxes, and there's, like, some guy that's, like, an Uber, you know, who was this Uber Lyft, you know, guy that was there (laughs) underneath the boxes and all this shit. And we took it up, and then when we came back down, um, then, like, a day or two ago, well, not a day or two. It was like the last time I was working. All of a sudden, uh, we come down there because we're getting another one. And then I look and I go, holy shit, that's the minivan, dude. <laughs> he came back again. And we're just like, I'm like, I was like, no wonder. That, I was like, <laughs> when he first came, because they said he had a pallet. And I was like, there's no way he's fitting a pallet in that minivan. And then my, You'd be surprised. My minivan, I moved my whole house with my minivan. <laughs> my coworker goes, you think you got a pallet jack in there? <laughs> like, it's like, oh, my God. So when we put the form, because when we take the form, we put forms for every shipment. And then I felt, I was like, for delivery, courier, I was like, should I put white dude in a minivan? And then the other guy's like, that's what I would, because he didn't have, like, you know, like an official name. So we're just like. Dude in a minivan. Right. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Some guy in a minivan. <laughs> Some guy in a panel van. You know, right? <laughs> I saw, I mean, you know, I saw a little box of puppies and some questionable things in there, but you know what? Yeah. I'm not not gonna say. It's but not my spot. A really, a really dope painting of a dragon and a wizard <laughs> on the side of it. So I gave it a pass. <laughs> All right, welcome everybody to the Lazy Geeks, a podcast where two geeks talk about living in an adulting world, and the world just needs to fucking deal with it. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. All right, so, um, my luck ran out this week. Um, I got the COVID. Um, yeah. So <laughs> he told me he goes, "Oh man, I got COVID," and I go, "Oh, I go cool, welcome." <laughs> Like everybody and their moms had it now. <laughs> yeah, I almost two years, almost two years. Like next month, it had been two fucking years that you I waited would... about the same amount of time. I'm proud. Yeah. I'm proud of both of us. <laughs> and uh, but it was uh, it was the Omicron. Um, I started to feel kind of weird. Um, Saturday. Well, actually, it was a couple days before that because I would come home and I just felt drained. And I was yeah. like, I'm like, on. Uh, I hope I'm not getting sick. You know, I just thought, you know, like cold or flu or something like that. And I just like, I was <laughs> like, I think the Saturday before work, my last day at work, I went and it was like, I got home at like six and then I made some dinner and then I felt, 
and I fell asleep on the couch. And then I woke up and I was like, all right, you know what? I think it's time to go to sleep. We'll go to sleep and we'll probably wake up early tomorrow, whatever. So go to bed about 10 o'clock. And then I slept straight through till my alarm went off at 7.30 the next morning. And I was just like, oh man. And I still kind of felt draggy. And um, I noticed that I was like, my eyes would burn and it just really felt like allergies. But I was like, there was nothing going on. Like it was cold and, you know, it was nothing. And so then on Monday, I just, um, was it Monday or Sunday? I think it was Monday. I ended up uh, going to CVS and they had a, uh, one of those, uh, you know, um, quick, uh, rapid tests. So I went ahead, got one, took it. And I felt like I was one of those dudes waiting for the pregnancy test. I was the same type of like, okay, just wait and see, wait and see. <laughs> and then sure enough, popped up positive. I was like, ah, oh, fuck me, dude. And I was, so like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, it wasn't so much that I got it. It was so much more of like, how bad is it going to be? Like, I was wondering, right. like, how, how, how extensive it was going to be. Because I've heard people say it was, like, a bad cold. And I already had a bad cold back in December. It was, like, and that was when the uh, Delta was going around. And so I was, like, oh, I really don't want to deal with this. So I ended up getting another test that I notified my work and said that, look, you know, it looks like I'm testing positive. And my DM, he's, like, had it twice. <laughs> he's, had, he's had COVID <laughs> twice. And most recently, like, around New Year's. And he was, like, Okay. He goes, all right, no problem. He goes, um, have you been quarantined? I go, well, I just found out today, but I didn't go anywhere like my first day off. I go, I just kind of stayed at home and just kind of rested. And he's like, okay, just do that. He goes, drink a lot of fluids, blah, blah, blah. He's giving me like the whole thing that he's done. I was like, yeah. all right, you know, uh, which was kind of cool. Cause you know, I was expecting, you know, like, oh, crap. Todd Bauer is like, okay, just do that. Just and be sure to double mask it. If you have to go outside, double mask. I go, well, I, and I just, literally got the KN95 mask like the day before, like Saturday afternoon. And uh, I didn't even have a chance to wear it to work yet. And I was like, motherfucker, <laughs> like right after. <laughs> um, so I went and got another test, proof positive. So I was like, ah, shit. So, so work was like, all right, well, you're out for the week. Um, and then, you know, uh, take a, another test and then, you know, come back. So we did the schedule for myself and one of my coworkers got got it but he's got a, he said that he had so for me it felt like it felt like allergies i had a slight pressure in my sinuses and just really tired well you were complaining about that before you even knew yeah i remember you told me that you didn't feel well yeah and it was just kind of like that and you know somebody goes well maybe it's the the winds that we had i go i felt this before the winds even showed up you know so it's like I was I was kind of feeling this way and yeah I was I think I told you last week before the show I was like I just felt really tired lately. And so um but the my coworker his parents got covid and he lives with them and of course he test he first tested negative and then he got another test and tested positive. And a couple of days ago he said that he started to get the scratchy throat and now he has intermittent tasting. So he says like Oh know, yeah. So he goes like he goes and I can't be a coffee snob with this kind of shit. You know, <laughs> and uh, so I was like, yeah, I go, fortunately for me, it was just, it felt like allergies. And um, so, of course, you know, I told my sister and I told you and, and some other people and they're like, they're like, okay, good. Well, you know, now the trick is do, you know, do does it stay that way or does it get worse? Fortunately, it didn't get any worse. The sinus pressure got a little bit worse by about Wednesday, Thursday, but that was more like, I think the and then the Santa Ana started him, so I think that was just on top of what I already had. Um, but by Saturday, I started to feel better. I uh, wasn't having that pressure anymore in the sinus, and the winds were still kicking, um, and uh, not sleeping quite as much. So I guess I'm pretty much over the hump. Uh, I'm going to take a, a rapid test tomorrow, and then in theory, I should be back at work like Wednesday or something. But uh, but yeah, so. I got it, but I got the the very, very light one. Um the low grade one. <laughs> yeah. I told my coworker what um one of the other managers from the other store I go, I got COVID. He goes, Oh fuck, you too? He goes, Which one? Which one did you get? And I go, I think I got Omicron. He goes, I go, because it just feels like I got allergies. He goes, he goes, Hopefully it stays that way, bro. He goes, but he goes, I had he had he got hit with Delta just before Christmas. And he goes, Fucking suck, bro. <laughs> yeah, for real. 
<laughs> I was like, yeah, that was the worst part. So it's like, you know, even the doctor that I spoke with goes, he goes, well, you had, he goes, you have both shots and you got boosted. He goes, that definitely helped you. And he goes, but, um, and then he goes, and what are your habits? I go, well, I work in retail. I'm like, so I go, but I'm, I'm usually masked. I go, sometimes it's a little below my nose just simply because I just fucking need cool air to breathe in after a while. Um, yeah, for real. But a lot of times, you know, the coworkers and I, we always kind of stay far away. If we have a mask off, we're standing in the, you know, more than six feet, um, you know, and, and, you know, and then when I, I, and then go to the store, I'm masked on the bus, I'm masked. I go, but when I'm, you know, and then I live by myself. So he goes, that's probably what helped you too is just living alone. I go, I, and I'm not an, I don't, I, I'm not an asshole. Like I'm not one of those, like, I need to go to concerts. I need to go to all these things. It's like going, I'll go to the movies once in a while and then I'll come home and just kind of chill, you know? Because right. it's, it's just like, it's something that's like, I don't want it and, and I got it, but I, at least I got it, if I, you know, I got it kind of late. So, but yeah, so I was like, huh, all right, well, Fortunately, it was light, so it became more of a staycation than a, you know. Well, yeah, when I got it, it was, um, I got it a little more rough, but it was, it was just a bad head cold. Um, I worked. Yeah. But I work from home, of yeah. course. But um, there were a couple moments where I was like, I'm just going to um, lay down for 30 minutes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But um, yeah, everything was, it wasn't too bad. But um, yeah, I think I think we're all lucky if we didn't get that first one because it was that first one that was really giving people a hard time. Yeah, and the Delta one too. Yeah, Delta too. Yeah, but even Delta Delta wasn't as bad as the first one, was it? Um, it was more contagious than the first. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was like the same thing but more contagious. Yeah, <laughs> now I remember. <laughs> that's where I was like going, oh god, please let me get through this holiday season and not get that shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah, but it's rough. Yeah. So I I'm feeling good. It was it was funny too because like everybody's like, So how you how you feeling? I go, I feel okay, you know. I I told you that I actually did some cleaning. You're like, fuck, you better go to the emergency room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I was just like, Okay, so yeah, I slept a lot, but you know, I made fucking dinner, I made like steaks and I did some street tacos and you know, just eating regular food. I had multivitamins, I was taking some of that and just drinking some juice in between and you know, so, you know, I was like, going, well, well that's what a lot of people don't get. Like I was, I was talking at a meeting and, um, at work and I said, you know, if you get COVID, you know, whether you're vaccinated or not, make sure you're, you know, taking some vitamins, make sure you're eating healthy, drinking plenty of water. And someone goes, oh, you're one of those. I said, what do you mean? So you're one of those holistic people. I'm like, no, Pam, your immune system is fighting. It. You have right. to feed your immune system. Like, come on, dude. It, yeah, it's like, like starve a fever, feed a cold. It's that whole remedy. Right. Yeah. Jesus. You gotta, you gotta be, you gotta be slick with it. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, last week we talked about, you know, places yeah. banning books and shit like that. That place being Tennessee. <laughs> so. Um, I came across this story. I'm going to just kind of read it really quickly. And it was apparently, and what a surprise, book banning is live and well in Texas. Because who would have thought that, right? <laughs> um, so this actually comes from NBC News. Uh, from a uh, secluded spot in her high school library, 17-year-old girl spoke softly into her cell phone, worried that someone might overhear her say things uh, she'd hidden from her parents for years. They don't know she's queer, the student told a reporter, and given their past comments about homosexuality being a sin, she long feared that she would, um, they would learn her secret and if they saw what she read in the library. That space, with its endless rows of books about characters from all sorts of backgrounds, had been her safe haven, she said, but one of the few places where she feels completely free to be herself. But books, including one of her recent favorites, have been vanishing from the shelves of Katy Independent School District libraries for the past few months. Gone, Jack of Hearts and Other Parts, a book she read last year about a gay teenager who isn't shy about discussing his adventurous sex life, also banished The Handsome Girl and Her Beautiful Boy, All Boys Aren't Blue, and Lawn Boy, all coming-of-age stories that predominantly feature LBGTQ characters and passages about sex, 
Some titles were removed after parents formally complained, but others were quietly banned by the district without official review. As I've struggled with my own identity as a queer person, it's been really, really important to me that I have access to these books, she said, whom NBC is not naming to avoid revealing her sexuality. And I sh- I'm sure it's really important to other queer kids. You should be able to see yourself reflected on the page. Her safe haven is now a battleground in an unprecedented effort by parents and conservative politicians in Texas to ban books dealing with race, sexuality, and gender from schools, an NBC News investigation has found. Hundreds of titles have been pulled from libraries across the state for review, sometimes over the objections of school librarians, several of whom told NBC News they face increasingly hostile work environments and mounting pressure to preeminently pull books they might that might draw complaints. Records requested to nearly 100 school districts in the Houston, Dallas, San Antonio, and Austin regions. A small sampling of the state's 1,250 public schools revealed 75 formal complaints by parents and community members to ban uh, ban books from libraries during the first four months of the school year. In comparison, only one library book challenge was filed at the district during the same same time period a year earlier records show. A handful of districts reported more challenges than uh, this year than in the past two decades combined. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm surprised it wasn't Texas at first. Yeah, I know, right? To be honest, we can't. I mean, I I fully understand um, um, age restriction, of course, you know, but. This this constant this new trend of we want to well it's not even a new trend we're bringing back old habits of wanting to ban things like that it's just, it's silly like we can't we can't let this keep going you can't ban things just because you don't want to hear it yeah you know it's it's stupid I even even with um like there's there's responsibility of course you know we talk about the Joe Rogan thing and stuff and and people want to ban him from this and that um I mean. I'm still on the fence if, if banning him would would be a good or a bad thing or if it's even fair. You know, people are allowed to be dumb. <laughs> you know. Right. But um it sucks. But the, the thing is the thing that I have the, the problem that I have, especially in the in the Joe Rogan instance, especially now, did you hear his new thing? Um No. Somebody complied a uh, compiled a, a sampling of him using the N word on his show. Oh, I saw that, yeah. Yeah. And um, of course, he goes to the whole. Oh, I haven't said that in years, and you know, nobody uh, that's that's white should be able to say that word. It's like, right? Bro, I mean, but no you one did. that's white should have been able to say that word for decades, right? <laughs> you know. So, but the thing is, is in honestly, I'm not a big fan of when people bring up old shit like that. But it's he does that, yeah. You know, so he'll drag somebody through the mud for something they might have said before. So it's like, it's just whatever, dude. Yeah. Like, if we're going to get rid of him, get rid of him. <laughs> you know? But my, my thing is, is that, you know, it's like, you and it's always, it's always conservatives. You hear that like, well, he has the right to free speech to say what he wants to say. You can't ban him for that. It's like, you know what? Yeah, you can. You know, because they always tout the First Amendment. And the First Amendment means that the government shall make no, uh, make no laws that restricts speech, freedom of the press, and freedom of religion. Um, but that doesn't mean that other people can't do something. People are canceling their Spotify accounts. You know, people are removing their products from their services. Um, and uh, I think the Obamas had a deal with Spotify, but now with the whole Joe Rigger thing, they're saying they're reconsidering their deal, um, which is what needs to happen. Right. When you have a high profile thing saying like, ooh, you know what? I think we kind of need to really rethink this whole thing out. That's when something's going to change. It's not going to be about user subscribers and all this shit. After the last thing, the CEO of Spotify said like, well, I think we we weathered that storm pretty well, you know. Um, but it's true. You know, they, they have the right to do whatever they want. But people have the right to do whatever they want. They can support it. They, can, they can't. You know, they don't want to. Fine. You know, everybody makes their makes their deals. But mm-hmm. when you're banning books, that gets into a very, very sketchy part of history if you've read history. And most of these people haven't. They claim to have. 
and they'll pull bullet points from, you know, whatever Google search or Wikipedia page they pull up. But there recently was video of a of a pastor who claims to be, you know, oh, God-fearing and all this stuff, having a book-burning party. And I'm like, crazy. really, dude? Like, come on. You know, but the thing is, is also, let's keep in mind, Florida and a lot of other states had a lot of Third Reich rallies, you know, Nazi yeah. rallies happening, you know, and nobody's afraid of it anymore because they're being protected by these people. And the problem that you have with these book, these book bans is instead of actually going, okay, let's discuss this, we'd rather just do, I don't want to hear it, so we're not going to deal with it. Which if you also look as, you know, those kind of people are also the ones that don't discuss sex and they, they also have a high rate of, you know, teen pregnancies because you don't want to discuss it. So, you know, we're not going to do anything about it. And it's just, it's just so... It's so aggravating. I hate the Twilight books. In my mind, they're banned from my house. They're banned from my eyes. But that doesn't mean that, you know, we're going to ban them from every bookstore just because I don't like them. Well, and then the thing is, like, I can go to Barnes & Noble and buy Mein Kampf. Yeah. And that's worse than the books that they're trying. Like, come on. Like, I mean, and I don't think we shouldn't. We shouldn't be able to buy Mein Kampf. I'm not going to agree with Mein Kampf, but of <laughs> course, you, it's it's a book. You should be able to read it. You know, I think the problem is too is that with what would be ideal is we have these freedoms with also some intellectual maturity, which is something we're lacking a little bit um, in this country. But that's a whole different story for another day. You know, if you keep taking funding away from education and then wonder why everyone's an idiot, um, you probably went through the same education system, it would seem. Yeah. So. And that's the big thing is it's like, you know, we have this society now that wants to placate the straight white person. So we need to get rid of. And let's be honest, the people that are more offended by these. uh by these LGBTQ books are the same ones that get overly sensitive when you make a gay joke towards them. You know, those are the ones that I'm like, is it really bothering you? Because it's either I one turning you on or making you feel a little weird. <laughs> I mean, I don't think everyone who's offended by that <laughs> is a closet homosexual, but I understand what you're saying. <laughs> Yeah, but you don't know for sure that they're that they don't. So you know, <laughs> no, you don't. You don't know for sure. You're right. <laughs> so you know, it's it's usually those. Uh, like I watched this. Uh, like somebody uh, on TikTok played the scene from Transformers Two, when one of those big burly guys tried to uh, pick on Shia LaBeouf, and Shia LaBeouf goes, "No, my it, that was my buddy. He went to go find you a shirt that was tighter." <laughs> you know, and the guy's like, and his buddy goes, "There is no shirt tighter. We've checked." You know, it's like <laughs> it's that over testosterone guy that's like overcompensating for it's trying too hard. All yeah, the time. it's it, it just brings back that thou doth protest too much kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, but speaking of ultra patriotic and, you know, closet homoeroticism, Whoa. Peacemaker. <laughs> <laughs> this show's great. I love this fucking show. dude. Yeah. Um, I um I got I told Steve you gotta watch this fucking Peacemaker. It's so good and everybody way and, better than I thought it was gonna be too. Yeah, because I I heard about it and I was like, well, his character wasn't all that great, you know. But then I started seeing clips of the show online, and and I like John Cena because I like the fact that he in the movies he does he doesn't take himself that seriously and he's not afraid to make himself look a little homo. You know, a little uh, stupid and all that stuff. He's just yeah. ready to make fun of himself. And he does I, he does what he needs to do for the bit, yeah. which I always respect. And uh, and so everybody was telling me that Adam was like, "You got to watch this show." My cousin, who's usually you know always late to this, he was even telling me he's like, "Bro, I've been watching Peacemaker." He goes, "You need to watch it." So finally, yesterday I started. Uh, I sat down. I go, "All right." So I watched. Ended watching like the first three episodes right in a row, and then. I finished the rest of them last night 
now I'm pissed off because now I got to wait until Thursday for the second to last and then another week for the last episode. My friend said, my friend said the same thing. He's like, now I'm fucking irritated. Thanks. I said, for what? And he goes, now I got to wait for that. I'm like, you fucking big baby. Just wait for the <laughs> damn show to come out. Um, I was telling Steve, I, I love this show, this show, as well as Doom Patrol. This is DC where I think DC needs to go with their shows because it's it's unique and they're embracing the fucking weird. You know, the weird kind of just out there kind of shit. And I, I dig it. You know, it's not it's not clean. It's not always the best, but it's 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 done well. You <laughs> know? I was like, did he yell fucking freedom when he was fucking yeah, that chick? Damn right. <laughs> you like, damn fucking right. And that's episode one, baby. <laughs> I was like, freedom. He said freedom. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, what's funny is the show is so hilarious, but then it starts getting deeper. You start getting a lot of character development. Dude, like. For the a character that really got none in the Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. like fucked up like the shit yeah. that happened in that last episode you reveal you're like wow what you're a- almost you're almost you get through some of these things you're almost proud at what he actually became and he yeah. isn't even perfect yeah you know and it, it's just crazy dude it's <laughs> it, but it's so good one what- of my favorite characters is um um the the lady cop oh i like she, her too fucking hilarious <laughs> she always plays it straight i don't i don't remember what episode when what happens when so i'm not going to get too into it but um yeah great show if you guys aren't aren't watching it, <laughs> it looks it's like not I, for kids looks definitely. like i had a haircut of a of a donkey shitting on my head <laughs> oh yeah you are far enough <laughs> yeah oh yeah i watched yes. I, i'm up i'm all, all caught up <laughs> oh yeah so um for those who don't know peace peacemaker his father is a villain or used to be called the white dragon this is in the comics too, <laughs> and he's like the, basically like a Ku Klux Klan leader. Essentially. Dude, did he not look badass in that outfit though? He did look badass. In that outfit, <laughs> I mean, he's a Klansman, but you know, it's still it's Robert that's Patrick. That, and Robert yeah, that's Patrick. the dude who played um, the fucking Liquid Terminator. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Um, and he's really good in that role. Oh, you yeah. hate him. You oh, fucking yeah. hate him. And um, Vigilante is such a fucking clown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vigilante's funny, dude. He's the heart. Okay. Um that fight yeah, scene though in the prison though was like I was like, oh shit. It like, was good. Solid action scenes and fight scenes, definitely. But the um he the white dragon dude doesn't like the cop because she's Asian. <laughs> and he always says something slick to her, but it's your typical white supremacist dumb shit right. and she comes back with like a slick line he got shit to sound laugh at. i think he called her an egg roll once She's like yeah. wow that was that took a lot in there something like that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was so funny i mean she, uh, yeah i liked her too i was like oh she, dude, that the credit sequence in the opening gets me every time i actually don't skip through the opening yeah i actually fun. watch it because it's just number. it's a fucking stupid ass dance number but i love the fact that he has Everybody, like any person that had even a small role, you know, show up in the background. Um, my favorite was the the was was is the Asian girl, but also the um, that couple that he takes hostage in the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> you're such a dick. It's because you don't have one. I was like, Jesus. Yeah. So, Peacemaker is um, he's he is technically a good guy. Yeah, but he he gets he just murders motherfucker. He don't give a fuck. If you're a bad guy, you're dead. And he there was even that that bit where they the neighbor of his dad was clowning him and saying that he didn't have a he didn't have a rogues gallery like Batman, so he was a clown or something. And he says, you know why I don't have a rogues gallery? Because I fucking kill him. That's why. <laughs> Which is true. Yeah. He goes, Batman's around here screwing around with this stupid clown, and then he just cuts out and he kills more people. <laughs> Which is funny because that's an old argument that people always make with Batman. It's like, why don't you just fucking kill him? <laughs> you know, and he yeah. even made reference to how because Batman's reason is always like, um, it'll make me I'll lose control or I won't come back from that dark place or something like that. Peacemaker made fun of that because this guy can't control himself or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. I was dying. Dude. What was like uh what was it when um when he's in class and he's doing that? You know that show and tell, and then he p- points at the chick who's the fl- uh, who's wearing that Flash T-shirt. Like, have you met the Flash? And he's like, yeah, he's a douchebag. <laughs> and then she's yeah. all like, oh. 
Like, I was like, what a dick. Yeah, he's not, he's not the nicest guy in the world, but um, yeah, and, and then you, his... Um, oh, and Eagly. I love Eagly. Eagly's great. And then his racist dad um, is makes his helmets, and his helmets have different abilities. And, oh, right. Bro, it's such a good... Every character's great. Yeah. I love every character in that fucking show. You know, so there yeah, was definitely one, a gem. One part that caught me was because I saw it on TikTok was when um, uh, Peacemaker talks to the um, the uh, the blonde chick. I can't forget her name. Uh, mm-hmm. Hardcourt, I think is. Yeah. Yeah, Hardcourt. And says that your tits look, he, she's like, that's it. He's like, no, your tits look great in that top. Not sexist, just a compliment. Right. And then <laughs> walks away. And then, of course, some chick on TikTok is like, well, obviously, uh, James Gunn doesn't know what's sexist and what's a compliment. And I was like, he's doing it through the character, you yeah, dumb bitch. That, that character <laughs> is a compliment. Like, people are weird. People are just so weird. Like, you, how are we ever going to write stories if everyone has to be PC all the time? Right. In a, the, the, the characters in the story. You're going to have just carbon copies of everybody just shaking hands and smiling. Well, That's all they're going to be doing. It's like somebody was complaining that... Um, Zendaya because of that show uh, Euphoria. Mm-hmm. They're like, uh, I mean, nobody's talking about the fact that, you know, here's somebody that's capitalizing on gay culture and who's not gay herself. And then somebody replied, it's called acting. <laughs> it's like, right. <laughs> you know, it's like going, come on, shut up. Um, I honestly, I've, I've gotten to the point where I don't, I, I subconsciously block out negativity on Twitter. <laughs> like if it's something negative, I just keep going. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, cat video. Like, I don't fucking care anymore. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I, I really dig this show a lot more than I expected. Um, you know, I was like, and then watching it, I was like going, you know, the just the just the way that the story structure and the way the characters interact. I'm like, God damn it. I love James Gunn. Like, you know, he, does, just, he's, he does. He draws you in and it doesn't. It, there's no lull either yeah it's a constant and it's not i don't mean constant action but there's oh you're always interested in what's going on and what's crazy is that he wrote that during quarantine he wrote the entire series during quarantine never even expecting it to get made and then he just presented to hbo like hey i got this thing they're like this is cool let's do it (laughs) so that's why he wrote every episode i love those fucking um post-credit scenes uh when he told, when he was telling, when he was yelling at Diebeard because of all the names he could have come up with to forge on the car, he's like, "Yeah, Ariana Grande, Del Toro, this is well, that guy's dead." And he's like, and he's like, and I would never use Ariana Grande because she is too innocent to do something like that. That's right. <laughs> well, what's the other one too? It's like, um, use Oriental. Dude, you can't say Oriental. You have to say Asian. And he's like, why? Nobody knows why. You just have to. Yeah, and then Hardcourt's like, we do know why, dumbass. <laughs> it was it was kind of it was just funny. Like, um, I do hope that Warner Brothers is paying attention and seeing the um the positive positive um feedback people are giving this show, as well as some of the other shows that have been on HBO. HBO could be like you know, the movies, whatever, they'll work on that. But HBO could be like a Disney Plus for them, for the comics. If yeah. they if they come out with stuff like that. It doesn't all have to be adult stuff. Right. You know what I mean? But just real shit. And I think the main, the focus too is, same with Doom Patrol. Is your, Doom Patrol's fucking strange. Yeah. You know, it, and you're focusing on these characters. And it's so, it's just interesting to see them develop and to see where they're coming from. It's the same thing with Peacemaker. You know, and it's... um. I was excited when I was watching because I'm a big DC fan. We, you know, if you've listened to the show for f- fucking longer than ten minutes, you probably already know. <laughs> but um, it's just nice to see something do- getting done that's that's good. And maybe they need heavy hitters like James Gunn in there to get it done. Well, you know? if Kite Man, you know, the gravity would have brought him down, wouldn't it? No. <laughs> Next no. question. <laughs> Yo, I was fucking dying. And then when they leave, it's like, I know my friend, my friend Peter, you said you'd do anything I needed. You'd be there. He's like, well, I, I didn't say that, but okay. 
Like Peacemaker's one of those dudes that's really rough around the edges, but if he's on your side, you're good. Yeah. Like as long as he's not on your side. That first scene when he came out and was talking to the the janitor guy, it's like, Oh, you're the racist guy. I'm not racist. He goes, Oh, you shoot a lot of people of color. You know, and he's like, Fine, I'll shoot more white people, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I'll make sure I'll shoot more white people. (laughs) It's kinda it's and, and it was funny. It's funny because James again we go back to James Gunn. Things are so layered because even in that scene, it's funny. But I noticed that he was real quick to be like, "I'm not racist." Yeah, like like he was kind of hard about it. And then you realize it's because his father's the White Dragon, right? You know, so you're like, "Oh shit!" This is one of those shows that when it's done, I'm I'm probably gonna watch it again. Yeah, I'll probably watch There's it too. When it's a lot of shit, you know, going on. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of the characters. There's no real badly written characters. No, you know, all the characters are written pretty solid. Um, if I had to pick a character that I, I like the least, it would probably be the tech guy. But it's not because he's poorly written. He's just written in a way that makes him a shit person that I don't like. <laughs> oh, Dyberg? Yeah. yeah, I just don't like him. <laughs> and they clown his ass. I fucking love it. He's I was going to start calling someone I, that you don't like. I was supposed to start. I was going to start calling you Dyberg. <laughs> You fucking bitch. I got gray in my beard, too. But he's like, I'm not. Oh, yeah. So your beard just naturally grew that way. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're supposed to believe that. I'm going to love it if it's the final episode and you find out he does dye his beard. I will fucking fall out. Oh, my God. Yeah. But that's that's all I have to say about definitely for anyone who first of all, if you don't have HBO, you're fucking up. Not only for the DC. So HBO is one of my favorite streaming services. I use that constantly on there. I'm actually on the fence again about canceling netflix because i before hbo max it was just strictly netflix but dude i'm on hbo max like a i, I fucking simp for that app bro i'm never on fucking netflix yeah. i'm thinking about canceling too oh no my wife likes it um <laughs> but i was on the i went to the i love how they organize it too because you can go to like you can click dc and then only see dc stuff right. same thing with disney plus um and I went into DC and I was like, oh, wait, there was a couple of animated flicks I haven't seen. Oh, <laughs> shit. Like, I mean, fucking, oh, God. DC's animated movie universe, they literally should have just copied that. Yeah. And made the, it's it's so good. Like, uh, the one of my favorite ones that's kind of recent, last couple of years, if, I don't know if you've seen it or not, so I'm going to bring it up, um, was Justice League Dark. Oh, and yeah, it's yeah. Batman teams up with Constantine. Yeah. So fucking good, and Zendaya's sexy ass in there too. <laughs> and there's this there's this moment where there's these like from hell demon like fucking ghosts, and um that are like that coming for people's souls and shit. And Constantine says you got to be careful with these guys. And then they get in Batman's face, and he just goes boo, and they jump back. <laughs> <laughs> she was definitely fucking laughing. Oh yeah. man. Anyway, we're simping enough for HBO. Come on. <laughs> um somebody that isn't simping is what? Google. Google ain't simping for Stadia no more in it. You know what sucks is like I was thinking about it today. At this point, it makes sense for them to abandon it, but the <laughs> reason why it's so abandonable is because they fucked it. They, they had a shit launch. They said they were going to make games for this and I don't want to fucking do that anymore. And then it's and then a a big problem with Stadia is, yeah, they didn't have a lot of games, but even the games they had were not cross platform. Yeah. So you're playing with the other 15 people that have fucking Stadia, you know, so it was like in my my opinion, you know, and I I told this to Adam when I when, you know, we sent out the article was um, that one they botched the launch as usual. Yeah. They botched it. They didn't have as many games as they promised because they said, like, oh, we're going to have all these games within the first year. And then after the first year, you started seeing that where all the games that they promised were coming up. And uh, and that was that was a problem because when you start not fulfilling the promise on games, people aren't going to buy your shit. And and Google is, is in, in my opinion, I think Google is actually worse than Sony. Yeah. Absolutely. Google's one of my one of my least liked companies on the planet. <laughs> I can hate Google. And and the thing is, is people are probably like, what, the fuck do you, what do you mean by that? I mean is, is that anytime Sony comes out with something, if it doesn't if it doesn't launch within the first six months, they're getting rid of it. Remember, PlayStation Now was supposed to be on every fucking thing, including a toaster. Yeah, you know, it was supposed to be on TVs and Blu-ray players and fucking watches and your remote control that you your universal remote that you used to. You know, to do your Sony TV, it's going to have PlayStation now. 
And then suddenly when it didn't take off as well within the first six months, like, yeah, you know what? We're just going to rele- relegate it to PlayStation now. And it's just the PlayStation 4. We're not even going to put it on, the, on you know, anything else. Yeah. And it was just like, wow, okay. So Google has, there's a website, I forget what it's called, but it's like all the apps that Google has let die. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I get it. You know, I get the whole throw everything on the wall and see what sticks. But this wasn't that. Like Stadia could, the problem is, is yeah, you have some confusion. A lot of people didn't understand what Stadia was because it's streaming games is like an electric car. A lot of people don't really understand it kind of but google has the money to advertise it and explain but they didn't they didn't really do shit it kind of reminds um, me of peacemaker when it's like well don't you have it backed up to the cloud i was in prison when the cloud came out everybody talks about the cloud i don't even know what it fucking is i fucking died (laughs) like and and honestly with the whole pandemic and stuff and the show and the console shortages it was a it was prime time if they would have if they would have put the marketing strength behind it if they would have got the game situation sorted out, it would be way more popular. I'm not saying it's going to be b- bigger than Xbox or PlayStation, but it would have been it would have been pretty big. But no, Google did what they always do. They fucking ignore shit and they just expect it to take off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just annoying, dude. And that's the big problem, you know, when you have and the, and here's another thing that I, I think is is also a major problem is when you have a company that has tendencies to do that. Who's going to invest? Most people that like I wouldn't have. That was one of the reasons why, because Adam was like, "Oh, you should get into. You should get into it. It's pretty cool." And I was like, "I don't know," because this is what I was expecting. Like, why should I get into something that they're just going to get rid of later on? And he was right. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I and I was checking it out definitely because um, you know I was using Linux, and you know I was like, "Oh, there's a couple of hot games on here that don't run on Linux. I'll check it out." And I noticed that it worked really well because Stadia did have the best streaming tech. Whatever they did was working good. And um, it doesn't matter, though, if they don't give a fuck about it. It's sad when you're on the um, the Stadia Reddit. <laughs> These people are just like, I just love it, but I can't, you know. Yeah. And then all the and then the problem is, too, is not only is Stadia getting outbid by the, the traditional gaming, but even xCloud. Yeah. And it's sad because xCloud, technology-wise, is not as good. It's technically still in beta. It only streams at cap 720. But they have games people want to play. You know, so it's it's just <laughs> fucking funny to me. Like, you have this great service, this great idea, and it's like they spend all this money to put it out and then go, ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah. It's you like know? they got bored with it and then just moved on. Yeah, they're like kids. Annoying. <laughs> Fuck Google, bro. <laughs> uh, and lastly tonight, comic book stores are coming to the rescue. As they should. As they should. This is from the Huff Post. Uh, comic book store owners are offering to send copies of Art Spielman's Mouse to Tennessee students after the county school board nixed it from eighth grade curriculum. On January 10th, the McMinn County Board of Education voted unanimously to pull a Pulitzer Prize-winning graphic novel citing concerns about profanity and cartoon depiction of partial nudity. And, you know, sympathy to the Jews. They left that one out. Yeah, they left that one out. Uh, The book, published beginning uh, in 1986, tells the story of Spielman's parents' experience during the Holocaust and their imprisonment at Auschwitz death camp in Poland. Since the band, Mouse has soared to number one on the Amazon bestseller list. What a shock. Ryan Higgins, owner of Comics Conspiracy Shop in Sunnyvale, California, announced on Twitter last week that he would donate up to 100 copies of The Complete Mouse to any family in the McMinn County. Uh, Higgins said the few copies he had in stock sold out immediately. He told the Washington Post that about 60 students who live in McKinn County School District had contacted him wanting copies, and he planned to ship them later this week when the next book shipment arrives. Higgins read the book when he was 18, and it opened his eyes to history. It was a heartbreaking and emotional, and it brought the whole new window into what what I had little knowledge about, he told the Post. Uh, in Knoxville, just north of McMinn County, the Nirvana Comics Shop said it would loan copies of Mouse to students. Rich Davis, a co-owner for the store, told CNN that he planned to let students borrow its 10 copies of the book, and then interest skyrocketed. 
So the store changed the program a little uh, from a small lending library to providing well over a thousand books to people all over the county. GoFundMe for the project has raised more than $98,000, far more than its $20,000 goal. Art Spielman's masterpiece is one of the most important, impactful, and influential graphic novels of all time. We believe that it's a must-read for everybody, the fundraiser said. All funds will be used to purchase mouse for students local and across the United States. Students who want a copy of the book are encouraged to contact Nirvana Books on Facebook or Instagram. An update posted on Tuesday, the store owner said that they will also include a parent teaching guide with the book that was put together by a teacher. I went to... um as many did, I went to go purchase it because first there's, it's not, um, there's no digital version of it. Right. Um, for sale, which is a shame. I was, I was going to buy it. I was like, I'll definitely throw some money on this. Not a big deal. Sold out. I was actually kind of fucking proud of it that it was sold out because you look at a, you know, we're a free society or whatever. When you hear news like, Oh, we're banning mouse because quote unquote, it's got swear words in it, but you know, it's for more nefarious reasons. <laughs> and it's mouse nudity. <laughs> Right. And you go and you're like, damn, this fucking society's trash. Like you get you get kind of down on it. And yeah. then this happens that it's sold out everywhere. People are lending it out. People are reading it by the thousands. And I'm like, see, that's that's the real shit we need to focus on. Yeah. You got a couple of people somewhere in Tennessee that are fucking garbage. But most people are all right. You yeah. know, and it's it's just fucking I got super mad when I I, I remember telling Steve when I read that story last week. Because it's like I read Mouse when I was very, very young. I think when I was like 11. And um, I'll be real. You know, you cry a little bit when you read that one because it's he don't pull he don't pull punches on that. Right. You know, and I think he chose to put it in as animals because it's easier to fucking read. Yeah. You know, because you're it's it's horrifying. And it's a lot of it you don't see. It's just you just know what's happening. and You're just like, fucking Jesus. You know, and how are we going to know not to do something if we don't teach our children? You know what I mean? And and educate them on, on, on what it could be if you don't try. Yeah. You know, it's it's just, um, I don't mean to be on a soapbox, but I told my kids as soon as I buy it, they're reading it. Well, that's because, the thing. Uh, and, and that's the thing is just that, you know, there's all, there's this push to forget bad things or, you know, because like for me, one of the issues that I had early on was uh the 9-11 footage when you had like you know it's like oh you know they're causing children stress and they're they're causing them pain so let's not show that anymore and it's like you do understand that that takes away from the impact you know and it's it, it, the same forget about it yeah the same thing bugs me now too like i see news news and they're like yeah, this this footage of this guy being extricated from this car after an accident, the footage may be too graphic. And then they'll show the footage and I'm like, they didn't show anything. <laughs> like, you know, it's yeah. like it's like going, you know, I think we're coddling people too much. If we have to say this might be graphic for some people. It's like it should basically be if you're a bitch, fucking don't watch this. That's what it should say. That's yeah. what I hear. Yeah. It's like if you're it's a like bitch. If you're a little bitch. <laughs> Then maybe don't watch it. You shouldn't be watching the news then. Right. You know, and, and especially, especially with the fucking news. Do not tell me you are censoring the information that you're giving me. Yeah. Because this is real shit. I don't want it to be censored. <laughs> no one's watching the evening news with their six year old next to them. Dude. Right. Like, come on. Bro. Come on, son. We need to watch uh we need to watch Lester on the news at NBC Nightly News. Absolutely. I watch it with my kids all the time. <laughs> Not to mention the the two seconds of news. It's like, and then this person had an an incident with it. Oh, that was great fun. Now, when we come back, it's like, bitch, you were just on for like 30 seconds. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Fuck away from me. They're always teasing the big news, too. So you have to sit there all day. Like, my brother used to get so pissed because he's like, they would get the news and like, they keep coming. Oh, when we come back, we'll talk about this. He goes, it's been a half hour ago. Dude, fucking look it up online. I go, I'll just, I go, and you'll find it probably a lot more information and probably more of the video than you were expecting because they'll cut it down to fit the five second time frame. Yep. Jesus. All right. Well, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. We're trying to stay ad free and we like to keep us editorially independent, but we can only do that with your support. So to help us out, head over to lazygeeks.com and click on that sexy ass donate button. Oh my goodness. Yeah.
If you can't help us with the cash, I mean, it's all right. That's fine, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) You can also help us out by recommending the show to your friends. And review the show on Apple Podcasts, or uh, are we are we there still? Are Stitcher, we, no? we're still on Stitcher. Okay, Stitcher. And oh no, it's Spotify, right? Spotify. I think we're still on there. I haven't pulled the plug on it yet. They're all they're all the same to me. <laughs> um, wherever you can, okay, wherever you got this fucking show, just just do that. On uh, the public bathroom, in the back of the classroom, wherever you want it. I'm oh, sorry, I'm quoting a song. Now. It's fine with us. <laughs> You know, put a put. You know, like you used to do in school. You know, um, write it on the back of a piece of paper and then slap it on some dude's back and have him walk around all yeah. day. I mean, that's the best free press. That's a fucking walking billboard right there. That's right. Yeah. Well, kick uh, me on that bitch. Too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you can uh, check out all the other shows on the Lazy Geeks Network, uh, the Away Team, which is our Star Trek centric podcast. Uh, we recap every episode of Trek in canonical order with a little bit of a twist. And we also have our new podcast coming out in March. The Do Do By Noon movie podcast uh, will be hitting you guys up next month. So be ready for that. And you'll be able to find those wherever you found this one. If you have any suggestions, comments, or questions, it's up on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under at the Lazy Geeks, or email us thegeeks at thelazygeeks.com. My man. Two weeks in a row. I'm gonna get pra- I'm gonna get praise for this for like the next five days. You know what the trick is? I if I say or email us at, I'll say the lazy geeks. But if I don't say at, I'll say the geeks. Listen, my brain is weird. Okay? <laughs> I think I have brain damage. Please help me. <laughs> and you can uh, and you can also send donations to Adam's uh, cat scan so we can yes. get him a cat scan. Figure out what the fuck is going on with him. <laughs> All right, so that is it for us this week. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Ryder. And we're thinking so you don't have to. Mm-hmm.